Well, another week, another hurricane. If you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it again. This shit's been fucked since Irma. Okay. I don't know if it's global warming. Mm -mm. I don't know if it's pollution or the government. You know, I don't know who controls the ocean. Those goddamn aliens. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but something's got to give here. I can't continue to go to sleep at night and be worried that I'm going to wake up upside down. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So so when you're to all of you, exactly. So to all of you up north, you know, or or somewhere safe, just know when your head hits the pillow at night, um, your life isn't the hellstorm mine has become. Okay. So with that being said, let's let's have a great show. Welcome back to the Nonsense Podcast. My name is Connor Connaboy. I am recording with my co-hosts, Dale Soup and Jake Tacos. Guys, what's going on? Soup, Dale Soup. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why did he get a new nickname and then I'm just still Jake Tacos? That's my name on Twitter, Dale Soup. That's his name on Twitter. It's Dale Soup now? It was Dale Lamorax before, right? No, first of all, Lamaru. (laughs) Lamaru. Now it's Dale Soup because I'm a big fan of soup right now. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, That's we'll actually a topic that. for later. Fair enough. Yeah, you got to hold off on my soup thoughts. All right, all right. My apologies. But uh, Grant, you were back in Grand Rapids this weekend. How was that? It was awesome. It was awesome. It was good to be back home. Uh, I got to see a lot of the buddies. Um, one of the things I kind of like went in, you know, like being like, oh, this is my first time going to my parents' house, like where I'm like my own adult now, like I'm paying for all my own stuff and things like that. And so I was like, Oh, this is the first time I'm going like back home and it's not really home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. kind of thinking like big man on campus the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a little too big for your boots, a little too big for my boots. And I'll tell you what, I woke up Sunday and threw up three times in front of my own father. And, uh, <laughs> that was the humbling experience. Not Pete. Anyone but Pete. I know. I know. He thought I had the flu, too. Like, mm, uh, so innocent. Hold on. Hold on real quick. He had to come up for some other logical explanation than you were just hung over as fuck. Well, think- when you throw up three times, like once, like, oh, he's hung over three times, that was a great <laughs> I, and like I, I looked like shit. I I think he just couldn't handle the disappointment he felt. Me, so he just used that as a cover. Don't you don't you put that on me? Don't you? Put that on me. <laughs> Can it be no, straight up? I, I should no, but there's a total difference between being hungover in your own home and then being hungover at your parents' house. Because so like fair. being hungover in my own home, like I I can cure it by just or like postmates mcdonald's mm-hmm. for breakfast lunch and dinner laying on mm-hmm. my couch and getting high all day but, <laughs> Fair. but when i'm home i like have to put on a face and like interact with people and i honestly believe that's what made me throw up <laughs> yeah, you, yeah it's, it's the fact you, that i had to interact you have to, fake. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you have to fake not being hung over which is worse than being hung over yeah try, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure, especially in front of Pete, you know, you got you, you got the fear yeah. of putting on the face that everything's okay, but <laughs> you feel like absolute shit inside. I'm just glad he didn't ask me to go to church with him. <laughs> oh, that would have been terrible. <laughs> sitting in the pews. Oh, yeah, I had, had to drink wine, had to drink the wine. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first Sunday of the month. 
all over the preacher <laughs> jesus please don't let me throw up in front of my family at church <laughs> It's the first time you prayed in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just felt Jesus in me so much. Had to, something had to come out. So mad to go. <laughs> That's great. That's gold. But yeah, other than that, it was good to be home. Good to see you guys. Peter, Peter hooked it up big time. Peter and Monroe. Shout out Peter and Monroe. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> hooked it up with uh, tickets to Thomas Rat concert on Saturday Ooh. at Van Andel Arena. Great show. I will tell you, I have never listened to thomas rett before that night but oh uh, i got the invite i was like tough to turn down so uh i went and he was a great performer i would say bruno mars of country music oh really yeah he was out there he was bopping around he was dancing he's, he's dancing in country the kids are dancing again I, i'm so excited yeah episode four Every, yeah. Mm-hmm. listeners already know that yeah. <laughs> yeah they do they do talk about a throwback thursday guys for sure tbt today is thursday Uh, yeah it is well not when this is released but still yeah Uh, jack uh anything anything going on with you anything going on with me connor uh you know what i'm just waking up uh actually you know i'm actually working the uh, all just waking up i'm waking up going to bed grinding it out i mean you know how i do but i'm actually working the uh peru chili soccer game tomorrow in my whoa yeah, that's cool. so that's just like that's fun. I mean, yeah. soccer's cool, you know. So uh, it's probably gonna be crazy a lot amount of fans there, isn't there? Oh, I. You know what? Not as many as you'd think. Is it but, not but, sold out? You know, it mm, half and half. You know, about seventy five percent. But what I love about soccer games is honestly, like, you know, you go to a football game, you know, like like a hurricane game and like Dolphins game, and and people are just like some people are just there to get like fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't care about the game. Me. They're just, exactly. They're just there to, exactly. But when it comes to a soccer game, it's it's dialed in. Like, everyone's just dialed in to the sport. Still, they sit in their seats. Up, they're, just, they're still fucked up. But they're at least watching the game yeah. at hand, what they came there for. They're not in the f- fucking aisles, you know, mm-hmm. outside just running amok. Well, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, Dolphins fans have never been good. Because no. they have, there's so to much honest, more. Yeah. There's so much more to do in Miami than give mm-hmm. a shit about a crappy football team. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what are you trying to say about those countries, Grant? That there's nothing better to do? No, I was saying soccer. <laughs> fans, <laughs> you know, soccer fans, and are you calling? You them, me. All right. What well, one? Are, are, you you call, are you calling them shithole countries? Yeah. <laughs> what do you? What do you? I would hardly use those words, Connor. You, mm-hmm. you trap me in a box now. <laughs> Yeah, and no one puts baby in a corner. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. And and actually, another thing no, that what happened I was to me saying is that soccer fans are just great and they care. They about are sport. all around. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah and then oh, wow. the, I was just trying to trap you. And, and it was good. He was trapped. But um, can it be you? All right. Can you get out? <laughs> but anyways, at the uh, you know, just an example at the hurricane game, I had to. I had a complaint that literally this kid pulled out his his dick at the top of like the section and pissed. Oh, well, that's he, not that. At the Miami, no, like in front of people, I had to throw the kid out of the game, and literally he pulled the classic, pulled his ID out, his fake ID out, gave it to the. You know, I'm I'm probably a year older than this kid. I don't want to get him in any trouble. I gave him about five warnings, but he needed to leave the stadium. Well, it, it, eventually, if you're a year older than him, then he's 21. 
Yeah. No, two years, two years. He was about 19, 20, actually. Are you so, lying? So two, three years. No, he pulled out his fake ID and gave it to the cop. So you can understand That's how that went. That's such a dumbass move. Because he was fucking hammered. So it's just like, I'm like, uh, in my head, I'm like, uh, don't do that. Well, don't was, do it that. A, was it a real cop or like a stadium runner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have to get a, it was a real cop, a stadium police well, officer with a, gun, with a gun well, and everything. Now you're dealing with like, like possible. I had to. He wouldn't that. listen to me. Is stadium security, are they real police or are they run a cops? Oh, they're real police officers. Like, full on hardcore I didn't, yeah, I police officers. They have to get up slip in order to throw somebody out of the stadium. And he had it's to like do that because the kid just had to fucking go. I mean, I even let the kid pull up on Snapchat on someone else's phone where his phone was because that's all he wanted was his phone before I tossed his ass out. It was literally seven miles probably back at his place. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, you got to fucking go. Yeah, let's get this. And people so are just looking at me. He was too drunk to even bring his phone to the game. Exactly. He was too drunk to even get his phone to the game and then demanded that I get his phone before he exits the stadium. So that's what yeah. I'm dealing with you on know a weekly what, basis. Sounds like uh, Toko handled it. Hey, Toko handled it. Hey. Toko, he didn't get in any trouble. He didn't get arrested or anything, which was good, but his ass just needed to go. So Jack, Jack's the kind of employee that's both good cop and bad cop. Yeah, I am. He'll, I am. He'll, he'll lay down the law and be your friend, but as soon mm-hmm. as the cops get there, it's like that whole thing where you just, you're on his side and then as soon as mm-hmm. you, you just flip sides like, <laughs> take him away, boys. <laughs> what are we going to do with him? Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to quote Jerry Maguire here. It was basically, help me help you. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? And, and no one could claim the kid either. Nobody wanted to claim this fucking guy. Ah, uh, yeah. Nobody. Claim your mans. His friends. Because they don't want to get in trouble. But I'm just like, help, help me help this kid right well, here. Here's a question. If your friend is being an asshole at a game and is like drunk or anything like that and is about to get tossed, do mm-hmm. you claim your friend and get tossed <laughs> with him or you uh, fuck him? We pay him oh, That's a great problem. question. Dude, I mean, I don't know if this is the same stage, but my friend got kicked out of the bar like a week ago, and I like he like grabbed my shoulder. He's like, "They're kicking me out," and I was like, "See ya." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same way. It's like you got yourself into this mess. I'm yeah, like, and like, like, yo, man, we're we're boys, and I fucking love you, but like, yeah, you're a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah, no, you get kicked out of a bar. Like, okay, I'm staying. You know, the night's still young. You know. Yeah, I mean, a game could be different. A game could be honestly, different. yeah. No, what 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 you got to do is walk out like a goofy movie style where you're just snapping. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> like 1940, 1940s pony boy gang, mm-hmm. boy yeah. gang of all snapping sure. in unison. Yeah. It ain't easy what, what, being cheesy. <laughs> oh fucking! I made you guys watch that when we were like 17, 18 Dude, years old in my basement. How many times? You had? Okay, good. People Dude, saw that, it for the first time that Jack, day. Jack, that's why my, my contact in your phone for the longest time Bradley was Bradley Uppercrust upper the Third. Yeah. No, oh, because yeah. of the goofy movie. <laughs> From the goofy movie. <laughs> Bradley Uppercrust the Third. Bradley Uppercrust the Third. This is pure gold. That is great. So Jack, your boy LeBron, giving his kids wine, a little uh, well maybe a little a little young, a little irresponsible of him. What do you think? Yeah, uh, what's the story? I, Jack, you had mentioned something. I don't know much about it. I mean, everyone his little kids off the vino. 
Everyone knows I'm, I'm a huge LeBron supporter, okay? There's, this man brought, brought two championships to my city. But to Don't be honest with you, I'm not going to get all dramatic, but it is dramatic because those were some of the best four years of my life. So <laughs> let, let the record state, Jack did not live in Miami for any of those years. No, none of it. <laughs> none of it. I was in Michigan with my friends, these guys right here. But in regards to him letting his 11-year-old and his 14-year-old sit at the dining room table and actually have like a full glass of wine. Let me, that's let me not inter- clarified. Well, let, let me interject here. How much is it? Is this like communion wine where you're just kind of like, Oh, this is a big no. like dinner he thing. Said it in a, in a, in no. a, you just said they drink. He wine. said it in. Yeah. He said it in the most casual way possible. Like my kids are so mature that I let that, that, that they just drink wine with me at the table. And it's not like, you know, like he made it sound like it's not like a little sit at, at church either. You know, like his kids are actually getting a little shit faced. No. That's what I'm getting out that of it. Don't even. They're getting a little buzzo. They're getting a little no. buzzo. Well, Come on, 11 years old, you drink a glass of wine, you're not getting buzzed. Dude, I, I mean, know. I kind of brought it up as a joke just to kind of provoke you, but like, I, this is a non-story to me. It's, it's, like, you know, to be honest, your parents never let you have like a glass of wine with them at dinner. Like, I won't I had a that. sip of beer. I had a sip of beer when I was 10. I said I hated it. Okay. That was it. There you go. I that was it. But these kids are like, he made it sound like they're actively drinking at the table. I think he was just like, like he Honestly, I think he just said it without thinking. And, like, he was, like, just kind of like, oh, my kid's mature. Yeah. Drink wine. And then, like, was like, oh, shit. Like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Then, cause then yeah, he was like, yeah. He was like, dad lets him do that. Mom doesn't let him do that. Yeah, well, he did dude, say that afterwards. Well, and, dude, like, you never know with parenting. Like, half of the stuff that the Smiths do, everyone shits on them for. And they have great kids. Like, <laughs> they let their kids do yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, this is they, fair. They, well, they also, it's kind of, like, in a way responsible, like, teaching your kids to drink responsibly at a young age yeah 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 i guess that's but, fair but like 11 not, not brawny brawny's like a baller you know brawny brawny gets bitches you know what i'm saying but the 11, <laughs> Dude, he's but the 11 yeah yeah he's 14 he's 14 he gets bitches you heard me correctly you quote me on that he probably but the, really but the 11 year old just you know sitting there casually i was just like huh you know not not, not kind of the parenting route i'm gonna go on yeah, but you maybe, get, maybe a sip you didn't get bitches when you were 11 What's the uh, what's the eleven year old's name again? Like Olympias or like God? It is. It is. <laughs> I had one crush on one girl basically through second grade through eighth grade, and she was always too tall, and she was out of my league. And that was it. And I switched schools, and I came to see you. What was her name? Marissa Medinsky. Dude, we should try and find her. <laughs> We're name dropping. <laughs> no, I'm name dropper. On she knows. I talk to her to this day. Still, she has a boyfriend. She he goes this to Grand is, Valley, plays football. Jack's, Jack's playing. You know, this is. Jack's playing the long game. This is, yeah, no, this I is am. You, you know, you, you know, the, uh, when people call into the radio and do like misconnections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. that. So Marissa Kaminsky, if you're listening. Madinsky, get it right. You what come to my house, you say my wife's name. Right? <laughs> okay, that, that, that turned in a, from misconnection into stalker. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I was quoting the other guys. Marissa, hang book. up. Marissa, hang up. Gentlemen, fall is upon us, oh. and given we have tens 
of thousands of listeners every day. We have quite mm-hmm. the platform. Some call us tastemakers. We we want to use this platform to tell all of you guys our favorite things. Uh, fall is my favorite season, so I thought we'd do a little bit where we tell you our favorite things about fall. Fair fall is upon us, so it's topical. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very topical. Um, Grant, what do you love about fall? Well, um, as I said earlier in the podcast, I changed my name to Dale Soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just because like fall just puts me in the mood to eat soup i love soup mm-hmm. in general but it's fucking soup eating season baby and we're full in it and i want like honestly if anyone's listening or cares uh tweet me your favorite soups because i love mm-hmm. to know people's favorite soups i want to try all the soups today i had yeah. african dude i had well, african well. Uh, chicken peanut chowder Oh my God, it was so African fun. chicken peanut chowder. I know. What How the- crazy does it sound? It's yeah. so. What color so, is it? Uh, like orange brownish. What a, what's a good hashtag for that? Soup eating season, baby. Soup, hashtag soup eating season. Hashtag tweet, soup season. Tweet, tweet daily your soup. Yeah. <laughs> at, do- at Domino's Fastest. <laughs> yeah, at Domino's Fastest, your favorite soups. <laughs> but no that's that. that's like my one of my number one things about fall is is soup i love things good like a nice warm soup in the fall is so great also sleeping with your windows open yep that oh my god cool fuck night. that it's I just it's not the same anymore for me guys you it's live in Miami. Miami. i know Miami, this conversation yeah, i love Miami because i love fall i love fall Ooh. i love fall can we move? No, 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 no. I love fall. <laughs> I love every little every. I'm a pumpkin guy. You know this. Anything know pumpkin, this. pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin pie. You know anything. I love do, pumpkin. Do they do pumpkin spice lattes in Miami, or do they just Starbucks? Fall? I don't Starbucks. think they have coffee in Miami. Yeah, no, they just no, just cocaine. Just cocaine. Just cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. So funny. I forgot yeah, to laugh. They offer you at breakfast. They offer you at breakfast. Yeah. You want a bump? <laughs> <laughs> would you, no would you like any wait, 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 that wait, when you check into hotels you instead of like free coffee you get a complimentary bump in your rooms <laughs> <laughs> okay no, I wanted to <laughs> no great no this is all great but no, to be honest instead. <laughs> yeah yeah that'll get the job done <laughs> close enough <laughs> um but no i'm honestly like being from Michigan, from what zero to twenty years old, I love fall. I like sleeping with the. It's the perfect weather. Here, it, it just ruins it for me. I can't even eat soup in my room because I get too fucking hot. You know what I'm saying? Soup in your room. I can't even. That's what I'm saying. I can't even eat soup really anywhere. Wait, why does it have to be in my room? I'm just saying. Like honestly, I wouldn't eat soup in my house. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't eat soup in my house because it's already too hot. And I, it ruins I it feel for really me. bad that you can't participate in soup eating season. Yeah. I have broccoli cheddar at least once a week for Panera right next door, which is great. I'm gonna put it on record that broccoli cheddar is my favorite soup of all time. It is my favorite it's soup good. too. I love it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Kind of but, some of the things you love about about fall. Yeah, let's hear from you. Hoodies. I am hoodies oh, all day, every day. God, and I miss pants. Just hoodies and beanies. If I could wear a hoodie, chinos, and jeans every day, that's oh. – I was thinking about this today. Like fall walks. Like hoodie, oh jeans, nice crisp air. It's a little wet. It's a little yeah, wet out. A little damp, a little damp, a little, 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 oh. little damp. The smell of just fall and the leaves God. are changing. 
it's a good season, Jack. Yeah, I really feel sorry that you can't. I really do. In this. Thank you. I'll no, say, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for feeling sorry. Thank you for feeling sorry you know for me. Jack, you guys, like you guys get sun twelve months a year. We get fall for two months. That's that. Like that's what we get. You don't think I miss it? You don't think I'm, I'm sure it? you do, but you know what? Like when it's the middle of December and you're sitting out at the beach and I'm freezing my ass off, like then fucking Milwaukee. There's just nothing hey, like God, the hey, smell. Why do, you why do you say fucking Milwaukee? No, no, like no Milwaukee's a good city. Yeah, no, Milwaukee you just gotta sucks. Dodge a on your way to work. <laughs> <laughs> a couple. <laughs> yeah, but um, but Connor, I will say fall fashion in general, like you were saying, hoodies oh. and stuff. I love layering. Layering just helps everything. Jacket? I don't think, dude, uh, jackets, flannels. All right, hot take. I know you said hoodies. I do love hoodies, but a good crew neck makes me feel very great inside. I own one hoodie. That's it. You're dude. really, you're really being That's a it. in this conversation. You've only been like a nuisance. I own one hoodie, yeah, and, and turning, it's so depressing. This is it's depressing. In, this is turning into Debbie Downer from SNL. We're trying God. to get pumped up, and Jack's coming in here with the yeah. I was trying to. I'm downing myself. I'm downing myself. Can you again? Can we mute him? <laughs> you can. Actually, you I, can I, mute I, me. I I'm just gonna shut up now. Uh, for the listeners, I you, Jack. so uh, Grant and I are going to close out this conversation saying Miami sucks. Miami fall, sucks. Fall is amazing. Fall rocks. Also, you can wear cords. Cords. My last thing about fall. I, love. I don't own a pair of cords. No, but I need to buy new ones because cords are great for fall. Also, it's bulking and it's soon to be cuffing season. So I came across on Twitter, uh, someone had tweeted that they always rooted for Wiley Coyote in the old Roadrunner cartoon, and they made a really good justification for it. And that got me thinking about other topics or other cartoons or shows where uh, the good guy that the show paints often isn't the good guy. Uh, And I wanted to bring it to this podcast and discuss if we have any of those examples. My example is in the cartoon classic Tom and Jerry Top five. Really classic. Yeah. It is. It's a classic. Top five cartoon of all time. Timeless. Is it? Yeah, it's still, yeah, it's definitely still playing. Surprised those two animals are still alive, you know? Uh, dude, yeah, some Cats of the usually shit. don't live that long. And it's like one of the only things where, like, like they don't talk during it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you just, like, watch and you just know what's going on. Like, it's actually mesmerizing when you think about it. Yeah, it's a good show. Honestly, the amount of violence in that show that they showed to kids. Well, fuck that. Right? Like, I'm pretty sure there was blood. <laughs> pretty sure they both died in the last episode. Weird. I want to make the case that the show always paints Jerry as this good guy winner. Uh, and I think they're wrong. Jerry is a rat bastard and Tom is the good guy. Here's the evidence. A typical Tom and Jerry episode was usually kind of formatted like this. Tom's like, he's a happy cat minding his own business him and his owner are happy jerry shows up starts stealing food and just running a mess tom's owner responds by threatening to throw out tom if he doesn't catch this mouse that's doing all this shit so tom's in a bad position right he's a cat his job's to get the mice it's his job right he's just (laughs) doing his job he has no other choice 
no other choice. It's that's his one job as a cat is to stop the mice from coming. So Tom has two options. Either he goes after this intruder because that's what Jerry is. He's an intruder when Tom lives there. He either goes after this intruder or he faces homelessness or being put down. So what does Tom do? He tries to eat Jerry, which is fucking nature. That's how Mm -hmm. shit works. Tom is repeatedly hurt. Every other animal takes Jerry's side. The show takes Jerry's side. Jerry has these comically just Rube Goldberg machines to try and take out Tom. And Tom always loses and people root for Jerry, which is insane. He's a cat trying to do his goddamn job. I rest my case. I think you make a good point, but the mouse is so cute. He's so yeah, cute. he is he's a little cute. So cute. <laughs> he's a, he's an intruder. Oh, he's minding his own business. Being it's, it's a cat he's just trying being to, a rat. No, no, you know I'll bring this up. Like, and he's not a rat. He's a mouse. There's a huge. He's a mouse. Cat. My bad. There's a difference. I didn't say he was a rat. Cute little mouse. I said he was. I said rat. I said rat. That's on me. Yeah, rat bastard. That confused me, kind of boy. But I don't know. Because think about it. Like, if you're watching Planet Earth and you have a bunch of lions or something running after like a gazelle or whatever, who are you rooting for? Honestly, uh, the lions. Yeah, you're goddamn no. right. No, I'm rooting, for, I'm rooting for the uh, gazelle. No, I want to see the lion get that bastard. It's more entertaining if Everybody the lion a lot of gets the gazelle. Enough of them get caught. Everybody eats. It's nature. Everybody eats. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's got to eat. Everyone's yeah. got When you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm mean, honestly, that's, yeah. that's mine. I guess I will argue to my deathbed that Tom was the good guy in that episode. Do you guys have any other examples of that? Um, I'm gonna go with mine is Frankenstein because Frankenstein is one of the most misunderstood people of all time. Frankenstein's monster or the doctor? Frankenstein the monster. Okay. Because Frankenstein, no, not many people acknowledge Frankenstein the doctor. Well, you know well, I mean? Frankenstein. I think not to get technical here, but Frankenstein is the doctor. Frankenstein's monster no, is the monster. No, Victor Frankenstein or whatever made Frankenstein. It was his father. I think I like that though, Grant. We'll that's, agree to that's, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. Okay. Well, yeah, you're wrong, Connor. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong, Connor. I second that. That's so two out of three. The fucking creator makes him, and then everyone mm-hmm. just like freaks out at Frankenstein's looks after, like, oh, he's so ugly. Oh, he's a freak. His father, who his creator, his life, his his driving force in life abandoned him. He's like, This I made this freak, this monster. So Frankenstein is literally just cast away as a nobody, a freak, and ugly. Yeah, he didn't have I think he's so, just confused. I think he's just confused, to be right? honest with you. So, like, you cannot blame him for lashing out at times. And I think it's fair that the public eye thinks that Frankenstein is a villain and a monster, when really, you know what? He just needs some love. He didn't have a choice to be there. Love. Right. He didn't no. even ask to be made. Somebody Honestly. made him. Imagine just waking up and everyone just, like, thinks you're just, like, Fucking scary. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to my life. This past weekend, Conor McGregor fought. Is it Habib or Khabib? I've heard both. I think it's Khabib. Khabib. Let's call it Khabib because that sounds more fun. Khabib, yeah. and then I, I don't even want to attempt at pronouncing his last name, but this is Namadevadev. Um, <laughs> um, 
Russian MMA fighter fought Irish Conor McGregor, and he didn't fight him. He absolutely kicked his ass. He mauled Boy. him. That Boy. fight was a shit show from the end or from the start. Them actually fighting to the end when all hell broke loose. Um, for those of you who don't know, after the fight, Khabib. <laughs> jumped out of the octagon and like goddamn spider-man yeah eagle kicked into the crowd Mm -hmm. a member from conor mcgregor's team and while they were going at it two team members from khabib jumped in the ring and started Mm -hmm. punching conor uh (laughs) it was three so I, i let me back up on how this all started basically in April, Connor showed up to Brooklyn from Ireland or wherever he was training to confront Khabib for getting in the face of one of Connor's training partners who was fighting in like next month, was fighting one of the guys that jumped in the ring to punch Connor. This uh, Connor's training partner was talking a bunch of shit in a press conference about Khabib and Khabib got in his face. Connor went to Brooklyn to talk shit, ended up throwing a steel dolly through the window of a bus. <laughs> filled with a bunch of fighters a bunch of people got hurt Connor and their wives like in children yeah brothers. oh it wasn't just fighters it was their yeah, no was like dude there were families families um, yeah he almost he hurt and like bad. honestly almost killed a bunch of people like it could have been bad yeah he got criminally charged he definitely didn't get jail time but he had to pay a shit ton of money Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's pretty clear to say Khabib and Connor didn't like each other since uh a long time ago. And then two weeks before the fight, McGregor at a press conference was shitting on Khabib for his politics, his disloyalty to his country, his glass jaw, because apparently Khabib has a glass jaw. I heard that before the fight as well. And uh he also Connor also called Khabib's manager a fucking snitch terrorist rat. <laughs> That's not appropriate. Khabib is also Muslim, and as a message of disrespect, Connor offered him drinks of his new whiskey that he's coming out with because he knows he doesn't drink. Khabib was not very happy about this. He took all of this shit personal uh, and then got in the ring and just fucked him up, and uh, the rest is history. And then three members of Khabib's team were arrested afterwards, Mm -hmm. Khabib is threatening to quit the UFC if the UFC suspends his brother, who was one of the people that jumped in the ring to fight Connor. And now, news today, uh, both Connor and Khabib have been suspended by the Nevada State Athletic Commission on starting on October 15th, pending an October 24th hearing. Um, yeah, so I, I guess my question is, what do you guys think of all of this shit? Well, first of all, all I have, all I have to say real quick... Thank you. All I have to say about, I mean, I watched the fight. I mean, I watched everything building up to it. I mean, the fact that this man had plans afterwards, like after the fight, like he was just like, I'm going to kick Connor's ass. And do you, like, that's what I'm asking. Do you think he was just like, I'm going to kick Connor's ass and then jump out and kick everyone else's ass? No. Or, or, or was it just a spark in that moment? Still outside of the cage. And okay. They were talking shit throughout the whole time. Yeah, I think Joe Rogan talked about that, that he thinks someone on Connor's team had said something and that this wasn't pre-planned. It was because if you look when he was choking or or whatever that hold was where he choked him out with his forearm, it was badass. The ref had to pull him off. 
like after oh, yeah. he tapped, he wasn't like let him go. He had to be pulled off. He got it fired up. He wanted to kill that man. He did. Yeah. No, it was it was absolute madness. And then he looked in in the direction of wherever Connor's team member was. It it sounded like or it looked like he had said something. Then he threw his mouth guard out and then jumped out mm-hmm. and then just started. I just thought it would have been badass if he was just like, all right. I'm going to choke this fucker out and then I'm going to get out and I'm going to kick everyone else's ass. Dude, you this can't is what I'm going to do. This is a sanctioned sport. Okay, 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 okay. But Okay, but, nothing uh, about another human beating the shit out of another human is a sanctioned sport. Yes, it really. is. What when you you're in that? a cage, this is... You, it, you keep it in the cage. Okay, I understand. I understand. It would have been different if he didn't fucking flying eagle kick into a crowd mm-hmm. of people. Yeah, that's true. He did do that. You're right, you're right. It is sanctioned in some way you got to keep it in the octagon it's yeah. completely sanctioned yeah. yeah that's why they're getting suspended <laughs> this, this yeah. is fair this is fair well, well connor got his money khabib hasn't got even gotten his money yet dude you know how much no. connor's about to make from this so like much. two two hundred dude what two hundred two two hundred million hundred million you mean two hundred times the amount you're already thinking no it's really like, uh, i think he's gonna make at least 50 million that's it what do you mean that's, that's it? it? What? You won't, make, you won't even sniff 50 million in your life. He made it in one dude, night. Dude, okay, don't, don't judge me. Okay, don't judge me. I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you. Floyd made 200 million off the last fight when he fought Connor. He made $200 million. That's different. The viewership of okay. Mayweather in boxing and UFC is significantly different. Okay, I didn't know if it was that much lower, but Dude, it's a like, hundred and fifty million dollars lower. This, this pay per view smashed the UFC record for pay per views by over a million, and they had like two point five million. And like for perspective, like the Jake Paul KSA KSI fight got over a million, and that was like the previous UFC record that they would have broken. So yeah, I, but, I mean, so like, like who's who's in the wrong? Are they both pieces of shit? I, I like Connor. First. <laughs> I, I, I mean, don't I, like Connor. I do. I, and, and my thing is shit talking, like even Grant, we, we were talking about um, John Cavanaugh, Connor's coach, was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Really interesting to see because Cavanaugh, who has been Connor's coach since his upcoming, or is Cavanaugh's a rough name to throw around right now. Let's yeah, it is. Take it easy. John, John, Ka- yeah, John, John K. Sorry. John, John K. K. John K. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> um, John, so John K. was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and they are the they are polar opposites. Like mm-hmm. John is such a soft spoken, just loves fighting, yeah. everything like that. And Joe yeah. was questioning him, and he was just like, "Yeah, Connor does what he wants. Like that's part of his game. You should hear him talk to his training partners. Like it's yeah. just bad. It's not personal. It's just Connor's game. He just always talks shit." Always. I've always kind of thought, and I'll bring up the question to you guys, is it fake? Not the fighting, not the fighting aspect, but like, is is it all to sell? I mean, obviously they do it to sell. Yeah, there's a bit, there's a bit of hype, but I think, I think like, do you think Dana White probably encourages them a little bit to go crazy? 100%. Because that's the thing. Dana White, after all this shit always happens, is like, this is a blemish on the sport, dude. But he's getting fucking paid. Like, in his his actions about, like, this has got to stop. They're not going to fight. They're not going to fight again. Dude, you're not going to suspend either of them. Or, like, you're not going to. would have been done a while ago. 
that that's the thing about UFC and the stage it's in and like it's come up Dana White has never had at least in my perspective and frankly I am not a UFC expert from my perspective Dana White has never had control of the UFC because no there, there were even times where Dana White tried to force Connor to do press stuff and he just said fuck off or I'm not fighting yeah like he Dana's not in control see that's why I think it could be a little bit fake it's just because, like... I think you're right, Grant. I think it's all about to do something that's never been done before. Right. Well, that's you really think about, You think on. about the best... The, the define, two define fighters fake. for both men oh. and women's UFC... Well, hold on, is, hold on. They're hold not on. necessarily the most talented. Define... Yes, Conor McGregor was great. Yes, Ronda Rousey was great for a little bit, but they're the biggest personalities. They're not the biggest talent. Well, it's because they sell. But, they, but, 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 well, well, here's the thing, Grant, Grant, define fake. Is it fake as in this is staged or is it fake as in played up? Because that's different than them getting together and being like, let's do this versus Connor playing something up and acting more mad just to sell more. I don't know. I mean, I was really mainly just curious your guys' opinions on it. I, I don't know what I think. I think it's, I think it's for sure played up, and I think the, well, the yeah. people who play it up the best are for sure going to be on the top tickets. For sure. Oh, abs- I mean, boxing was the same way, or is the same way. Like Floyd Mayweather talks shit. Like yeah. even John, even John K on Joe Rogan's podcast said it. Like the the <laughs> I hate saying John K. <laughs> you have to say it. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Now I can't even say Kavanaugh without people getting mad. <laughs> Honestly, what a dick. Um freaking snowflakes but yet even mentioned that like the other people he trains that are good or whatever are obviously not getting the paychecks or the payouts or the big cards because no one gives a fuck people yeah. want to see connor talk shit right people want to see him do the billion they don't care how good he is they just want to see him talk shit and if he gets the shit kicked out of him that's hilarious and if he wins like that's dope that he backed up a shit talking yeah and but, but I, honestly, I think what happened was, and this has happened with a couple of people Connor's fault. I think Khabib just took it personal. And like, typically when that happens, it would get in their head. And like, that's how Connor beat uh, Josie Aldo. I think that's how you said it. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he took it personal. It was family stuff. He probably took like that making fun of religion i don't know what he had said anything about being i didn't i didn't hear anything i didn't hear anything but i'm assuming that take it yeah i'm I'm assuming that was the whiskey thing but that's it it could have been but i could be wrong but i i think khabib just got pissed off and khabib is good at what connor wasn't and that's wrestling, grappling on the ground. Yeah, you get Connor on the fun. ground, he's got nothing. And but, what, you know, Connor, Connor wrestles fun. bears for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah. real thing. Yeah, that's a real thing, dude. Yeah, Russians, man. But did, and did Connor, he, Connor hadn't fought for what? Fought MMA for what? Two years. That's it. Uh, but yeah. like, that's got to be second nature to him, you know. I mean, you fight that many fights in the octagon. You fight one yeah, boxing dude, fight, dude, and all Khabib, of a sudden you don't know Khabib, what you're doing in the ring. Khabib was 26 and 0 and Connor yeah. didn't fight MMA for two years. And the, in the time he did fight in between then he was boxing, which is a hundred percent different. Yeah. I understand that's different, but still it's just one fight. It's one against, fight against, against Mayweather. One of the best in the world. 
No, for sure. He fought two of the best in the world, and I applaud him for that. But, I, I mean, mean the there's no excuse for him going out there and getting his ass kicked like that, especially when that many people at are point, At what point does his shtick run out? Of He's like, got to be done, like, man. Like, the big talking, like, I'm the best. Because, like, you can only do that cocky bit if you're winning. Yeah. yeah. Not, and He hasn't won a big fight in a while. That's yeah. that's that's what's interesting is like this next time, is he gonna do a tune-up match where he's gonna get big? He's still gonna get paid, but it's gonna be an obvious win. Or is he gonna? He already go, called Dana. He already called Dana for the rematch. Dude, the next fight he fights is gonna be. That's playing into his bit. He's, that's all dude, about he's not exactly. Gonna, he's not gonna get. He's not gonna rematch. fight someone else besides Khabib. No, no, no. That's there's, all I'm no there's no way he gets a rematch. One. They probably wouldn't allow it. And two, there is there was nothing in that fight that warranted a rematch. If it was close, then sure. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's at the end of the day, it's a business decision, and that would probably make the most money. But if like if Dana White wants to control the UFC and be fair about it, there is no reason Connor should fight Khabib again. I think what everyone deserves. I think everyone deserves a rematch. I think he came back and he after he lost everyone his first fight did. and he came back. Not yeah, if you, you want a rematch, you get it. No, 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 no. But he got his ass kicked the first time by that last guy. What was his name? Canelo. Khabib has to waste all his time training for a guy he already kicked the shit out of. Yeah, and and he hasn't even gotten paid for it. Yeah. Why would he fight him again? Why am I rooting? Money. Like Khabib's like. Yeah. Now, now I'm rooting for Khabib, and I like. I told you. Yeah. Now you're on Khabib's side. Of course. Fuck the Russians. <laughs> no, but like Khabib was talking about how like Russian brotherhood, like he was like, you can like keep the money, like just free my brother. And I was like, whoa, like go Russia? Yeah. Dude, I wasn't. I was like, dude, come on. Drago. Well, Fred, that's another question. Was he, do you think he was bluffing? Khabib? Yeah. Dude, because I, I legitimately think that dude doesn't give a fuck about the I money. don't, yeah. Yeah, dude, but if, if he can't fight UFC, he's back to what? Just shitty, like, Russian league or whatever the fuck's outside of UFC? Wrestling bears like he was. <laughs> yeah, but you don't, you don't get paid for dude, that. Do you, you see his dad said he was going to kick the shit out of him? No. And Khabib was, like, scared. Like, his dad, his dad, like, I'm pretty sure, like, posted a video or a picture of, like, him with the belt. And he was like, Khabib will like, he was like, we're going to like have a chat about this. Or basically like saying like Khabib was going to like get a punishment from his dad. Yeah. Like, which is the, the most hilarious concept in the world is that you're the best fighter on the planet, but and you're your still dad. scared of your dad. And your dad's going to still pull out the paddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever they hit their children with in Russia. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Probably more than a paddle. So I guess to, to, end this conversation what do you guys think either should or will happen with like should they be suspended given one khabib's using a defense of well mcgregor threw a fucking dolly through a bus and actually injured people and that's kind of what started this mess mm -hmm. but i don't know what's gonna happen what should happen i want a rematch period can every no no yeah. lottery match? Yeah, why? I want I I want to see if Conor McGregor can take what he why just does he get saw in the ring because the because of money because of the whole thing around it. If they do a rematch, it's just it's even bigger it's than just, the first fight. Oh, for sure, it's a shit ton of money. Yeah, it's exactly. A shit ton That's of money. all it's about. That's all it's about at the end of the day. What it's just the money. 
But like you're not I get to watch it quite available then. You're not getting the best talent out there. You're just looking at the thing that's gonna sell the most. I think yeah, and for I, sure. I think that's a it's huge all about the name McGregor. No, 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 fighting, then you I think, want to see the best. I think that, yeah, and I think this is a huge difference between like a WWE what fake story is gonna make good for this uh card versus it being a legitimate sport where people are trying to fucking kill each other. Right. Like the, it, it, it is about money because you have to make it, but this is a sport with actual championship belts and like actual shit on the line. Best two out of three. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but why? You can't just say that. <laughs> Best two out of three. Dude, this isn't rock, paper, scissors. They're trying to beat each other. It's, one, it's one fight. Is, is Floyd saying he's going to fight Pacquiao again because Pacquiao wants his rematch? So yeah. everyone, dude, so every dude, fight ever me, now has to be best two out of three. Dude, call me. No, there needs a re, there needs to be a rematch. Is all I'm saying. There needs to be one more fight. There needs to be one no, dude, more call, fight. Call me seven years ago when that Pacquiao Mayweather fight would have been interesting. Now it's a bunch of old washed up dudes trying yeah. to make more money. Again, that's, that's not going to be a good that'll fight. Sell, and it's not the best product. No, it won't. All be I want good, is to sell. It won't be a good product. But why it's about the to... names because it's about the names. It's just about the name. It's so about the name McGregor. It's about the. I don't even know who that is. I only know the name because Conor McGregor. you only care about the headline. Exactly, like like ninety five percent of America only cares about the That's headline. Why UFC will never be that big, or fighting in general. Because it's all about the big namers. It's all about who can make a name for themselves and present I think, it. I think brand. that's a legit point that you'll never have a really, really diehard mainstream UFC just because of the nature of it. And most of it's going to be people wanting to see the shit and then just the big names beat each other up. They should just but, have- but not, but I, I mean, I'm saying that as in really how I think it'll it happen, big. but I don't agree with that. I think it should be about the sport and the talent. All right. No. Yeah. They should just have celebrities to do it if they really want to sell big names. I love that. I love that. I, I would watch more YouTuber boxing all the time. I wish there was yeah. a card every weekend. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, it's all about the name. Moving on to our last segment. Uh, we are doing a new segment called Content Corner with Connor, where I take content, whether it be YouTubers, channels, anything like that, TV shows, and dissect what they're doing, whether they are good or bad. Let's be honest, folks. It's going to be YouTube. Kid loves YouTube. It's not all YouTube. This first one's a TV show. He's a uh, tuber. He's a tuber. <laughs> he's a tuber. <laughs> so uh, from the Learning Channel, otherwise known as TLC, this network has brought us hit shows such as 90 Day Fiance, Sister Wives, the 685 pound teen and my teen is pregnant. And so am I. These are, these are the shows this network produces. This show we want to dissect today is called I catfished my kid <laughs> right off the bat. The title tells you pretty much what the show is about. And it's as fucked up as you think it would be. Yeah. Basically, in this first episode, this mom and dad are trying to, quote unquote, teach their daughter, teenage daughter, a lesson in social media and talking to people online by catfishing their own fucking daughter. They create with the show 
a fake Instagram account of a boy with like probably at least 30 pictures, 30 fake pictures of this kid slide into their daughter's DMs and have a flirting relationship with her for upwards of two to three weeks to establish a relationship. And the whole premise behind it is the catfish or them. And it's, it's, it's their, it's her mom and dad actually sending DMS, which is weird. Like they're the ones like typing out the messages. Yes. Like, like playing game on this girl. Yes. They are, they're legitimately trying to get her to like this dude so they can catfish their own daughter. Dude, they have to be having help because, like, my parents, like, if my parents, oh, oh, yeah, the host of the show helps. Like, they would, the host of the show helps. They corny ass shit. They wouldn't know how to scoop somebody. Yeah. That's That's why the host, that's why the host of the show is there. Okay, so he helps him scoop. Yeah, yeah, he helps him. So, <laughs> so he's and, the ultimate scooper well, at the end. Yeah, of this. dude, and that's this guy's got game. Like, so, so this so, guy knows how to talk to teens. <laughs> <laughs> we should investigate him. <laughs> um, basically, so like when they're in those DMs and stuff, they're explaining social media and like messaging like a fucking local news show like that news show that'll be like watch out for this slang in your teen's text like that's and are your kids talking about africa by toto the worst worst part is that they're trying to explain like technology and basically so they're trying to lure uh the daughter into a park or whatever and establish a relationship and they send this message hey like what are you doing today and she's like nothing and then they respond oh like i'm heading to the beach and then they're like oh we're gonna send a picture of this beach to establish that we're real and do this and they google search a picture of a beach and then crop the picture and we're like look at how easy this is anyone can do this it's like dude you cropped the fake picture of a beach and it like that's not revolutionary like no one's gonna think that's real that's not legit like and it, it doesn't matter that it's fake, like whatever. And um, so basically they get this teen girl to show up at this park. And the ruse behind it is the person who she's talking to is a photographer and she's going to be the model for a shoot, which is pretty legit. I know a lot of people that have met on Instagram and have modeled for other photographers. Especially that's a, in this day and age. That's a pretty yeah. common occurrence for 2018. There is nothing weird about a model meeting up with a photographer that they met on Instagram. Girls uh, have millions of followers say, just for like being cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just say it's it. never happened to me. You're not no, either. it's never happened to a single guy. I don't think. Oh, not enough. <laughs> but you're uh, pretty cute. Thanks. Don't worry I mean, about it. I kind of. I want to gas your cuteness level up a little bit. <laughs> you got the cute. You got a little cuteness. So. <laughs> so they. Only oh, oh, on Tuesdays. They get this girl. <laughs> they get this girl to show up at the park because she thinks that there's going to be this photo shoot. And then this dude comes out and it's obviously not the kid since it's a fake profile, right? And then he's like, oh, uh, what's his name was just here. He had just left to go to another location. Like it, it's so like- they a continue re- to lie pretending this person's real. Yes. And now it's the host of the show talking face to face, the dude who was actually sending messages with her parents to her. Uh, and then he's like, oh, we have to drive these like three minutes. Why don't you get in this car? And frankly- 
That's it, fucking weird. Well, one, it's weird. Two, it was an actual like fucking surveillance van, like what you would picture a rape van to be like, mm-hmm. like not normal. Well, so the show is fake. Well, right? no, like I don't, I don't think it's fake. I just think the people involved are kind of fucked. Like, well, but if a sixteen-year-old girl is getting into a random dude's van, I would hope well, that's a little fake. Well, because I mean, the thing is, the entire thing is pretty innocent. Being like, one, the car is messed up. That's legit. But she's meeting for a photo shoot, and yeah, she shouldn't have gotten the van, but. At the same time, in a little bit of her defense, she was visibly distraught by it and kind of confused. Like, one, she's doing this photo shoot with the photographer. Who's this fucking dude in the park? Like, like yeah. I'd never talked to this dude. Who's gonna just going to bring his friend and then have them drive me to a photo shoot? But before she gets in the van, her parents come running around. They're like, oh, like, what'd you do? You lied to us. And one, you fucking lied to her. What yeah. <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? You like, you lied to her, so she would yeah, lie to you. you yeah, know. like you guys catfished your own fucking kid. Who knows? Like, how <laughs> would that have been if like they were flirting and she like sent pictures to her? Yeah. What if she was freaky like that? Oh, but uh, dude, I hate shows. And the fact this whole premise of the show is based off of a shitty YouTube fake prank that happened back in the prank era of YouTube. Yes, and also, dude, th- th- I don't think this can be real. Like, there's no way. Dude, it's TLC. The this shit's like the, this is the same. They they have shows about people like getting green card marriages coming over, and people being a thousand pounds and shit like that. Like this is this is their. And there's one episode of uh, I, I don't remember the show is, but this dude was like in love with inanimate objects. Like he fucked his car. Like this is, that's Again, the I don't believe those are real. I don't think TLC shows dude, are dude, real. Dude, is, dude. is this Monte Teo all over again? Like was this his parents doing this whole thing? <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> no, but. Whatever happened with that? Why yeah. is that just blown over? Did, it, did we ever figure out like who really catfished Manti Teo? Everybody just accepted that this man just talked to a girl over the internet for years I've through a relationship and never met her. Yeah, I, I feel like getting catfished is pretty easy these days, though. It but is. I've always had the thought with the Manti Teo thing is like, his he got catfished. He was the best player on like one of the most known college football teams in the entire country. could have had any and girl he wanted had yeah, never but- met his girlfriend in person I just find it a little that's that's a mental a little, thing though it that's really not is. like no Jack I'm not on your side here I'm saying like it's pretty possible like if he wasn't that in years going that. years into this to never yeah, meet her and then to back up saying that she dude. died to dude, just dude sure like it's a little bit gullible but we have to realize with these things and like I gullible. he actually believed this was person was real after years it's one what? thing to be catfished no, after no. like months no but to actually what, go on for what years happens, what happens is and neve shulman was on um Josh Peck's podcast, and he had asked something like this, like, from the outside, almost all catfishes, like, you're, you're like, how did that happen? But the thing is, it's not like this thing that gets catfished right away. It's 
over months in these years, you're building up that trust where there is never like a doubt, like even the red flags, they'll come individually like across. It's not like they're compounded into this thing. So it's like a legitimate relationship at some point, which, which is the weird part about catfishing. The farther on you get into it, it's a lot easier than you think. Like, I would no, 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 I would highly, I would, no, I would highly recommend because Neve Shulman was the host on the show Catfish, where they would go catch me. He was catfished himself. Like, so. listen to him talk about the process of like how it happens and why it looks so ridiculous to get catfished from the outside. But when you're in it in the timeline, it gets really skewed. I'm not saying the process of getting catfished itself is ridiculous. I'm saying neither am I. That can happen. I'm saying it's a little ridiculous that the almost Heisman winning linebacker on one of the most known teams in the entire United yeah. States Man. would be catfished yeah. for over years and but like my, my, in never my have met his girlfriend. In my counter, that is weird. maybe he, he, maybe he's not as into like the social stuff as everyone else. And he tried to rely on online stuff and it happened. He got catfished. Like, that's the one caveat is if he isn't that socially into it or that, like, if he's socially awkward, he's going to opt for an online thing and he happened to get catfished, right? Not just because he's really talented at football doesn't mean he's this popular party, dude. Yeah. My but thing is that he got catfished and tried to back it. Like he she was from, because she was allegedly from his hometown or whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a fuck situation. It's not real. Hey, like, I've been talking to you online for three years. We're from, a small place and where was he from hawaii Mm -hmm. you're from a small town in hawaii you think you'd meet him after three years or yeah call bullshit yeah and and you know like i'm i'm not saying like yeah i'm I'm sure it's sensitive situation but you gotta be smarter than that it feels like yeah no yeah it's it's a weird situation that just kind of happened but um what back, were you back, even talking about? Back to the content. Yeah, we were talking about I catfished my kid. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it is they confronted her and are super mad. And the, sh- and the show frames it to being like, be wary of like, if you talk to someone on Instagram, they're going to be fake. And it's like, dude, it's fucking it might be your dad. most online dating most dating is done online now like you can't can't keep hiding behind the like oh you can't meet people online they're gonna be catfish like fuck off yeah it's it's reality and dude do you know how much fucking therapy that kid's gonna need her parents catfished catfished by your parents what you're like so you were the one like yeah use that line on me right (laughs) How do you trust your parents after that? Honestly, that's like, you can't like, uh, I don't know. It bug stuff like that bugs me when it's old people trying to shit on like new ways and technology that just gets me going. Well, that's about it. At the end of every show we do, uh, we give a, we give some people some gas. Life's hard. You need some gas. It is time for Grant gases. His guys brought to you by Tesla. (laughs) Isn't that something Tesla sponsoring (laughs) A gas segment. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Grant. Dialing, Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Grant, who are we gassing up this week? Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna gas just a, a good friend of ours and a, you know, a consistent listener and a consistent offer of feedback, and we always appreciate it. Our good buddy, the big red dog himself, 
Joseph Clifford. Joseph? Joe, I got your gas right fucking here, buddy. I don't even know what you're driving these days. Lawnmower, John Deere, freaking horse and carriage or a Subaru. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're driving, but I got your gas right here. Let's and let's talk about Josie for a second. Let's talk about tall, dark, and handsome. Kid's got it all. <laughs> I mean, he puts he puts the smooth and big smooth. Like kid's got a heart of a heart of a freaking lion, or should I say? Bears, big Bears fan right there. One of the best Bears fans I've seen around. The kid's got a heart of a bear, I'll say. Uh, just a great guy all around, Josie. We love you. Uh, I must say, I did once see you do a very impressive thing, which was puke from one wall to another. Projectile just, vomit. Just projectile mm-hmm. vomit all the way across the room, hit the other wall. One of the most impressive things I've seen. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I got your gas right here, buddy. We love you. We thank you for listening, and uh, we always appreciate your feedback. Boys, you got any uh, got any gas for uh, our good buddy? Jason? Kid's got a jumper. Kid's got a nice J. That's yep. all I got to say. Yep. Yep. Kid's yeah. got a nice J. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe, He's really athletic. Deceivingly athletic. Uh, yeah. Joe, mm-hmm. Honestly. Joe, you're a fantastic roommate. We lived together for two years, and you are such a great sports fan. The teams you're a fan of consistently suck, and yet you are (laughs) such a diehard fan. With the Bears, Trubisky's a dog this year. We'll see how they do. But more so with West Ham. Sleeve Bisky. Sleeve Bisky. West Mm -hmm. Ham always sucks, and I really admire how you are still a fan. that's Adam. West Ham till I die. West Ham till I die. That's all the time we have. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts. Give us all your money on our Anchor account. I'm late uh, on my rent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got bills to pay. Yeah. Have a fantastic week, guys. Tell all your friends about this podcast. We'll see you guys next week.